top, the money cut low. Chop the top off. Got them saying, yeah, that's that hot sauce. Them boys ain't about nothing. That's not what I heard. There's a storm coming. Mark Weinberg. Club Dirty Fresh. <laughs> Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. Can you hear me? We can. And now we got, we got the video. Sweet. How's it going? And he's wearing clothes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't ten minutes earlier. <laughs> what do you now, mean? This isn't the uh pay per view? I don't know what kind of podcast this is the fans you guys only? do. Yeah. I mean, no no fans only on this. If you don't if you don't like some subscribe, they'll take this off. But <laughs> no, yeah, okay, sorry. Right on it. How's it going? Good, good. I've uh I was working in my garage earlier and I got this like portable AC unit thing and kind of a test drive. A buddy had it. He's like, I don't need it. I'll sell it to you. Mm -hmm. And at first it felt great, but then the air compressor running over top of it did nothing. So I was like borderline going to pass out from just sweating <laughs> my ass off. So now I'm just chugging water and juice. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's so pretty hot. I'll just have you introduce yourself and then we'll, you know, go into King of the Heap a little bit. That picture behind you is going to be a nice transition into your new Holden. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hold on. This lighting kind of sucks. Let me see what I can do about that. Sometimes this what happens. are you talking about? I literally look like a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this lighting blows. Oh, well. Oh, well. I'm used to being the oldest one in the room. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Ramp the, ramp the contrast up. It works. Uh. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let's see what I got. <laughs> Just be real spooky and creepy the whole time. Hold on. <laughs> so it, all, it all started at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Let me know when you guys oh. are good. Yeah, well, I'm, we're, I'm ready. Welcome to Dang Bros. Who yeah, are we, you? Why are you here? Get uh, out of my living room. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm uh, Michael Seymour, also known as Club Duty Fresh Mike on the streets. You know what I'm saying? Okay, now we know that. I've yeah. already learned something. Yeah. Um, I've uh, My accent, uh, I'll start this off because otherwise everyone's just me trying to pay attention the whole time. So I was born and raised in Australia, moved to the United States when I was 12, and I uh, moved around a bunch. So now my accent's like a hybrid Australia-America. The only, the closest accent to it's really a, a Boston accent, but it, even there it doesn't match. So no matter where I go, people's eyebrows peak up when they're talking <laughs> to me. So that's good. I, I would just like to point out that Boston isn't an accent. That's just a series of words being pronounced wrong. <laughs> All the, uh, I have a YouTube channel and like if you, do, if, Anyways, on the YouTube channel, about a third of the comments are debates whether or not I have an accent or a speech impediment. So that's yeah, kind of fun. I wasn't going to say that. that. You were <laughs> going to say that. You've got it in your notes. <laughs> yeah, back and forth, just they're going at it, just like, no, you idiot. He has a speech impediment. I know, I know these things. But making fun of them. <laughs> yeah. So I just I, I go along with it. They're watching my videos and they're watching ads, so I don't care. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, so we um we raced against each other, King and Heap. Yep, sure did. And so, truth be told, that was my first forte into actual legitimate track time stuff. I've 
I've putzed around before, but never full on. Um, I, I've only been in Kentucky now almost three years and NCM right where King of the Heap racing goes on is just up the street from me. So right when I moved to Kentucky, I heard about this going on through some fellows at work. Um, and yeah, I'm super glad I did it. it. It's transformed my opinion on vehicles that you do not need to spend a bunch of money to have fun. In fact, oh, the yeah. least amount of money I spend, the more fun I have with the car. Well, that's, uh, some people ain't going to know what King of the Heap is. So one of you, what is yeah. King of the Heap? King of the Heap is um, a thousand. I think the, the limit was a thousand dollars. Yep. Um, and that was, you were kept in that thousand dollars by the claim rule that anybody could claim your car. You could all, you could only claim up. So you could claim up for 500 bucks and your car. Um, and the, the best part about the whole day was to get on a, a very great road, road race course um, in a thousand yeah. dollar, maybe less car. Um, our first, our car was free and I wouldn't have gave 200 bucks for it. <laughs> have you guys um, discussed your car lineage on the channel, on the podcast before? Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yep. So yeah, I'm familiar. Um, same story. So our vehicle was free. Um, we have a buddy, um, who works at a junkyard in, uh, Eastern Kentucky. And apparently a lot of these vehicles just end up showing there, I guess like, like drunk drivers or stuff like that when no one claims the vehicle. Mm -hmm. So we have a 2009 Hyundai Sonata and it has, I think it has 140,000 miles or 120,000 miles, but basically there was some front end, minor front end damage. The junkyard took the headlights because they're worth money, took the cats. Um, when we got it, the radiator was busted, so we swapped that in. Um, we, at the time, when we first did it, we had, I think, nine team members, and we just rotated every month. So there's yeah. four team members on each team. And over the years, it's dwindled down, but each year there's been different people. But me and a buddy, Keith, um, who'd ride hot rods, I've done it every single year um, and we've used the exact same Hyundai, which we have just thrashed that Hyundai like to no end. And I, it's, we just leave it outside. It like, we leave it outside of our work and we found some remnants in the car of people living in it. Cause we just leave it unlocked. <laughs> so yeah. but every winter time we just start it right up and boop. This uh, season, we probably should change the oil. We didn't change the oil last season. So no, yeah. Why would you do that? Don't do that. That's The Cavalier got one oil change right when it was given to us, and then never again. And it didn't <laughs> even ever use any. Um, the coolant – I mean, that thing was, was bulletproof mechanically. Yeah, yeah it, uh, it's – this the whole series is really open. It's like you can tell some cars, they're about to blow up. Like, what are you yeah. doing? But and really, the key to that series is don't hit cones and you keep your car running for all the events. And you're going to do pretty well. Yep. Oh, for sure. The only big issue with have with ours is a wheel bearing was bad. Like it, it no joke had an inch of play on. Like it was, <laughs> and after doing the road course for like two events, we're like, ah, like we probably change this. But thankfully, it was a bolt-in wheel bearing. It was like forty bucks. Yeah. Split four ways, it was ten bucks each. Yeah, exactly. That's. That's the beauty of that um, that series is everything split four ways on, on a car that's that you maybe paid five hundred bucks for is pretty cheap. Oh yeah, and like it, 
it took away the intimidation factor I had for going on track because I, I've always had it in my mind, and I'm sure a lot of other people do too, is that you have to have your car perfectly set up. You've got to have these coilovers, this tire, this suspension set up. Nope. We got some cheap ass tiger pores, yeah. bone stock suspension in a Hyundai Sonata and having some of the most fun I've ever had on track or yeah. with a car, I should say. Did you guys have any lift off oversteer or was it pretty? <laughs> so we, it, it, it handled terribly when we first got it. So we disconnected all the sway bars. <laughs> so it's really, um, it's, you got to really point it where you want it to go now, but it handles a whole lot better as far as turning, but it, when you hit a berm on a turn, it just wobbles like crazy. Yeah. But it's pretty predictable, the car. The, when it's in the rain, it's not so good. And when our tires are about bold, it's kind of sketch. But otherwise, it's, it's a super predictable car. Yeah. It, it does lift oversteer in some cases, but that's kind of fun. Like when it's raining, going into oh, the yeah. sinkhole, when it's a big, like, I don't know what degree that turn is. But to get it to rotate, just lift off the gas and whoop. Just yeah, that's what ours, the, our cav, the, and you know, oh, none of us are, were any good, but we got better, um, the, the, the more and more we drove. Yep. Um, but you, we got to where we were all turning the car with just lifting off. Like, yep. Lift off and it would just come around and to come back out of it, ease back in on the accelerator and it would straighten up most yep. of the time. But Nick, mm. our, our fourth member, um, thought that was going to happen, and then he ended up putting it in the wall like the last lap, tire wall. Mm. Yeah. But we uh, we sold that. We sold it to uh, because we got we got kind of bored of it, and we're gonna hopefully we're gonna come back with something else. We just bought four three hundred dollar cars. Oh great. That I'm I'm not gonna tell. Well, it's kind of a secret what they are because we're filming some videos about them. Okay. But uh, one of them might be a, a king of the heap car before this is over. Yeah, what we're in the same shoes. We've done twelve events with our car, and and but yeah. it keeps on it keeps on running. And I, I don't know, yeah, I, I don't know. It's we've tweaked it enough, and I've kind of understood the car enough now that I kind of want something different. But I don't know if I will want to spend a bunch of time and money and energy into something when we've got something that works just fine. Yeah, exactly. I kind of yeah. the Cavalier was as tuned in as it as it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That was it. I've got a I've got a funny um thing to announce. So I was able to drive a C8 on track um about a month ago. Mm -hmm. And um, first of all, that was the first time I've ever done the full track. It's incredible. But then it was rather intimidating driving one of those cars. Like it was a lead follow situation. But we're going yeah. pretty pretty quick because we know the guys there. <laughs> it was full course. The only time I felt really confident was the East course, which is what King of the Heap is. Yeah. And after like the second or third lap, I had enough, enough balls to look down to see what speed I was going around that. I don't know what turn it is, but it's the main back turn where you like clip the right hand side and drift off. Yeah. The big, the big one. The long sweep. Yep. yep. I looked down at the speedo and I was not, I was going maybe eight miles an hour slower than what I do in the Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> But the, 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 I never, I, I was, again, I was kind of intimidated. So I never found the grip of me, like mechanical grip uh, level with that car. But the Hyundai, I know it. So like, it's kind of fun to show you. You don't need to spend a lot of money to have fun. That, that was the difference with King of the Heap is as soon as you get brave, you realize you're in a $500 or a free car. 
Yeah. And you're yeah. like, what's what's the worst that can happen if I try and do 80 through this bend? Yep. Yeah. You crash it. Not yeah. my problem then. Yeah. So I'm gonna it, leave it here. Right after we won, I'll I'll say that we won. Um, <laughs> yeah. World <laughs> champions. Right after we won, I met Travis Pastrana at the uh, One Lap of America event, like the next week. It was like pretty soon after that. Oh, cool. And I got to, t I talked to him a little bit and told him, uh, like, he was like, why are you here? Why are you just hanging out here? And I told him a little about, a little bit about King of the Heap. And I told him the miles per hour we got in a Cavalier with no glass in it around the back sweeper. And he was like, that's pretty nuts. <laughs> <laughs> He was in a brand new Subaru STI. He had, there was, I think, two or three of them there that were in brand new STIs that were with Travis. Um, and they were filming for something. But he, he was a really cool guy. I gave him a couple of Dangbro shirts. Oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. Um, that's what, yeah. that's what's neat about like that track is it brings a lot of sweet events. There was a, yeah awesome event this weekend i'm bummed i didn't get to make it out there but mm. it was like a it was pro touring trucks only apparently there was like 50 of them so i'm, I'm looking to see yeah, i didn't see any that. video of them on track but i saw a bunch of autocross stuff yeah i yeah i don't know if they're on track or not they might have just done autocross only but there was yeah. i think there was like a street cruise or something like that afterwards that i saw some rolling shots from so but yeah, i'm bummed i missed that so um for anybody that doesn't follow you on, uh, I've, I've been following you on Instagram for a while and I just started watching your, the, the YouTube channel. Cause we're, uh -huh. that's kind of what we're, our, our next forte is going to be, um, some YouTube videos. Yep. Um, but so your latest, um, purchase was, a is a SS Chevy uh, SS badged as a, as a Holden. Yeah. Oh, so I, I've got a serious car addiction. I've lost count now, but I've, I've made the purchase since then. I, I, I still have the SS. So I, as I mentioned, I'm from Australia. I've, I've wanted a manual transmission Commodore, Holden Commodore ever since I could remember. And uh, I, when the SSs came out, they were pretty high. I was like, I, I, I can't fool with this right now. I've got other things I'm trying to focus on. And I just kind of gave that up. But I started looking at them recently because you could find some higher mileage ones for under 30 grand, which like, oh man, this is where they need to be. Yeah. And then I found like one or two, like this is going to be a massive pain in the ass trying to do this. So I gave up. Um, are you guys familiar with sloppy mechanics? Yeah. So that Facebook group, um, someone was asking a question about an electrical fitting and I could see the car in the background. And I was like, so I just messaged the guy like, hey, what's the deal with this? And he's like, oh, actually I actually have a dealership that sells uh, these cars and this one's going to be for sale soon. So long story short, I got probably a hundred photos, a bunch of videos, went back and forth, but I bought this car sight unseen um, and it, I had it shipped. I've never done either one of those before. So it was mm -hmm. kind of wild. And as a rebuilt title car, yeah, it was even crazier. Um, it only has 18,000, it had 18,000 miles on it when I got it. And mm -hmm. the 2017, which is the last year that they made them. But uh, it, you can look at photos of those cars before they get um, rebranded or whatever, or <clears throat> when, how they got rebranded. And that one was just a, a side swap. Yeah, I, I saw that picture you posted and it, Yeah, I was kind of, I'm kind of surprised. Parts for those must be expensive. Yep. Yes. Imagine shipping a two doors from Australia. 
Yeah. That's what did it. So I, I bet I have G8 doors on mine, which are identical, just all the trim and interior panels yeah. bolt right up. So, so yeah. our buddy actually, as we speak, is coming back from Chicago buying a hood, a headlight, a grill for Caprice. Oh, cool. Um, and he's stealing them, but he's having to drive, you know, 12 hours to go get them. Because <laughs> um, even those cop, I mean, it's a cop, it's a, it's a cop car and the hood's $1,500 golly but That's he's wild. you know he found a good deal and they're worth driving for so yep yeah and so that's another thing too is like the ss is a worth a pretty penny and especially a manual transmission one and so everyone just cherishes these cars and I, I like it don't get me wrong but now that it's rebuilt i'm not freaking out to drive it so i've put over a thousand miles on it already and if, if it gets hail damage or someone fender bends it like the value is not going down it's already lost all its value so yeah are you able to get um, like full coverage on it or? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You can get full coverage. Um, no questions asked on that. I've never had an accident with one. So we'll see what, how was that it, goes. Was it as good as you expected it to be? When the you car? Got it? Yeah. Um, yes. I wouldn't pay 40 grand for one though. Mm, no, right. They're not, I don't think it's worth that. Um, it's a, even like, looking online they have weird electrical gremlins I, to me that's just if you're gonna buy a chevy just expect random crap like that to be yeah. messing up what were they um, how much were they new um bef regularly i think the manuals were like a thousand bucks cheaper than the automatics but i think they were like msrp 45 and people picked them up for like 44 ish but then when they had those 20 percent off deals i think i think a couple people bought some for 39 but almost all manuals were ordered like no dealerships would just buy a manual one to have on right. the shelf. So a lot of those 20% off deals were whatever was on the lot. Yeah. So that, yeah, this car was actually out of Chicago. Um, I guess it was registered in July of 2017 and it crashed in August of 2018 and just sat. <laughs> yeah. Till the guy I bought it from bought it late 2019. So it's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah. When I initially saw that picture you posted of it crashed, I, um, cause that wouldn't have totaled, uh, Malibu. Nope. It would have yeah, stuck no. that thing back together yep. and gave it back, you know, gave it back to whoever crashed it. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nothing structurally was the, the control arm that there was a meant to tweak. So the rear control arm was bent. So that gets replaced and the rear hub was replaced. But other than that, nothing structural touched at all. Does any of the, you know, if any of the running gear, like cr cross references to anything yeah to make over the, here? i was looking at the the rear hub and the whole rear hub assembly is all g8 um <laughs> i probably still would have bought the car but i found like shortcuts that were done and yeah like i don't know i kind of like example the whole rear hub and dust shield was from a g8 but the ss is great the, the SS's brakes are a lot bigger. So instead of replacing that shield, they just trimmed it mm. with some like pliers. <laughs> it looks terrible. That seems pretty standard for. Yeah. And so the, the dealership is like one that buys salvage cars and, re, and redoes them. Yeah. And, and the yeah. owner's an enthusiast. And he, but he, he was straight up with me. Um, he was like, yeah, I actually didn't do this work. I just farm it out. And he's going to give me money back to fix the issues that were wrong with it. So he's a really... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so and far was... so good. It, the, the, there's other small things I got to fix still, but it drives fine. So the car you sold to to make, I guess, make room for the the Holden was a, a Z06. Yeah, Z5 Z06. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll segue into that. That's a good segue. I, I bought that as a rebuilt title car. Um, it, same thing. They just they totaled those out for nothing. The rear quarter panel fiberglass got messed. Parts up. on those are expensive too. I mean, yep. even yep. now. Yep. And so I bought it knowing that, and then I, I fully disclosed this to the buyer. But when I bought it, um, when I brought it into Kentucky, it got a clean title. I don't know how it happened or why it happened, but it did. Yeah. Yep. That happens. A buddy of mine just bought a, a wrecked car that got totaled out by insurance in North Carolina, drove it to Indiana, and didn't do anything sketchy like brought the title signed and notarized yep and they gave him a clean title yep yeah and it was a re it was a it was a red title from north carolina i don't yep. really know uh, what that means but yep. that, it's just, that thing has a clean title and it's had it it's had its uh rear end pushed in <laughs> yeah that's it's wild that's um what happened with mine it was just a different colored title but so a car become, gets a salvage title when it hits the auctions and then when someone fixes it up and gets it inspected by the state, however that state does inspections, it becomes a rebuilt title. Right. But yeah, I, I don't know how I, to I rebuilt the uh, uh, C5 um, and it, I, it was a Kentucky car. I, I, I kept it in Kentucky, but yeah, I, I went, it went from a salvage to rebuilt title and the process is pretty easy. Um, but obviously the value of the car goes, goes down. Yeah. Um, Did you get yours from auction? I actually bought it um, on Craigslist. The guy's son crashed it, and okay. he wanted it out of his driveway. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah, so that car, I, I bought it with the same mentality. as like, I don't need to spend a bunch of money on a car that I'm going to just want to hit cones with. So I took that thing all crossing and didn't care if I hit a cone. But yeah. it, it, had, it made 450 wheel horsepower and weighed 3,000 pounds. It was pretty rowdy. And like just driving on the back roads and stuff, which I enjoyed doing, it would just spin the tires at like 60, no problem. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I um, watched a little bit um, a couple nights ago of the new owner um, beating the crap out of it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so I, I kind of got, I was like, I'm ready to move on. Um, and I wasn't officially sold on it. Uh, what happened is, uh, guys, you may know, a guy you may know, he uh, goes by the name of Cletus McFarland on his personal Facebook was like, Hey, anyone got a C5 and Keith Hoodrat hot rod tagged me. And I was like, ah, I guess I can see what the deal is here. Like I'm not in the mood to sell it, but if something were to work out well, I would consider it. So yeah, not trying went, to give it away. Yep. Went back and forth. So the mechanicals of that car were spot on. It had some cosmetic issues, which made it a little bit less. Um, he was actually cool with it. So um, I made a deal with Cletus McFarlane to buy that car. Yeah. And That's so, pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Um, uh, I, I met him several times before in person, but for that one, same deal. He paid for it and we shipped it. Yeah. Um, but that, and he, that car, is, it's, it's insane what he's doing to that car. I'm glad. I, I had a feeling it would hold up like it has, but the amount of times he's done it, it's been incredible. The only hesitation I'd have is the oiling of it because he's doing, like, I don't know how fast he's going on those berms doing drifting it, but it's sucking oil just fine yeah i'm sure he'll find the limit yeah yeah but yeah he hasn't found it yet and kudos to yeah. 
kudos to that engine being built. Uh, a guy named John Bouchard built that engine. Um, he was on the uh, Horsepower TV episodes on TNN and stuff and Spike TV. That's awesome. Was it, was it built when you got it or did he, you have it built? I, got, I bought it with a rebuilt title and it was smoking. So I got it cheap for when I got it. I was hoping it was a tune that was bad. Um, got it in and the, one of the cylinders injectors had messed up. And literally, the ring gap was about the size of my pinky. It had eaten the the cylinder walls out that much. And so it it was on the verge of not being able to be saved and needed to re it was it almost needed to resleep, but thankfully it didn't. So yeah, it was bored over like 10 and then you. So I just I was, you know, just doing a little bit of homework for what for this podcast right right here and there, there's a bit, I don't know if you, you've even seen it, but they open the door on that Z06 and the VIN on the door doesn't yep. match the VIN. <laughs> well, funny and like, yeah, that, so that one I think was from my, that guy that I bought it from, but that car had been wrecked a multiple times. The only original panel on it was the hood and the trunk. And the trunk, he, he's, funny enough, the he, issue he had with the trunk was different than mine when the trunk would sit out in the sun, it would randomly bubble up. Like it would get hot and just the paint would just separate from the fiberglass. Yeah. Mine would always do it on one corner and his video it did it on this totally different corner. It never did that to me. It's like, oh man. Yeah. I don't know what the deal that is Florida that. sun might be a little different. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's bright. But, but yeah, yeah that, I don't think I've ever seen paint do that. And he was put, they were pushing it around and. Yep. Yeah, I, I didn't touch it because what happened in the eve- if I left it outside in the evening, it would just whoop, it would come back yeah. down. But yeah, I, I was very transparent. Like this car isn't a show car, but mechanically it's solid. It's it's kind of obvious. I didn't build the engine, but everything else I put in myself in my garage with jack yeah. stands. Which is, so it's kind of wild to see it ripping like it is. Yeah, you know? and I'm sure you know I obviously that's what he wanted to do with it, so he's not worried about the spray can bumper. Or- you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so I did. Th- I did that. That was me. I remember you like telling. I remember you posting like you bumped it into something or. Oh, I, I was so pissed off. I, I was fixing up my Tundra. I was putting the suspension on. I'm not going to name the brand, but it had a mount. It had a manufacturing issue, and so I couldn't put it back together. So I had to hobble it out of the garage that Sunday. Mind you, that Friday, my wife totaled her car. Like crashed it bad. So then Monday I had to drive the Corvette, which it, it was like 38 degrees that morning and it just rained. Mm-hmm. I was literally just driving to work and um, like not doing anything bad. It, it got to about 3000 RPM, about 50 and just flung me, threw me into a guardrail. I thought for sure the car was totaled, but I saved it enough and I just scraped it go, going forward. Yeah. Just a little kiss. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. Um, How many times can you total the car? I mean, yeah, yeah, that car was just destined for walls and stuff, but it, it really wasn't that bad. I was like, I'm just gonna scour eBay to look for already painted hood and fender. And in, in the meantime, I literally just sprayed it real quick yeah. <laughs> and it did what? the job, but like I ended up selling it about a month or so later. So that's why. Yeah. You said you uh, just bought another car. What else did you get recently then? Oh, yeah, it's poor decisions. Um, I actually feel pretty good about this one. Um, that's why you're here. <laughs> yeah, shoot, man, this, it's an addiction. And living here in Bowling Green, uh, oh Kentucky, I should say, you're so centralized to everything. So like everything's a four-hour drive away. 
So yeah. your, your expansion of classifieds is vastly more bigger than what it was when I lived on the East Coast. So anyways, um, I found a 1974 C10 single cab short bed um, that had already been LS swapped. Um, and it was missing a transmission and an ECU, which I had in my garage. I've got a, trans, a built transmission and an ECU in my garage I was going to do for my other project, which I sold. And so I was like, oh, it's just outside of Atlanta. No, it was an hour and a half south of Atlanta. So I left at 5 a.m. <laughs> and came back at about 9 p.m. that day. It was a long yeah. haul. But, Worth it? Uh, I think so, yeah. The truck yeah. has almost no rust. It's, it's a little bit sketch. Like, it's got a Mako paint job on it. So mm-hmm. the paint quality is a single stage black, so it's kind of shiny. But <laughs> the tailgate... The tailgate for sure was rusty, but they just didn't prep it. So you can see where like the grinder was going along the back of it. Looks like it looks like a wave. Yeah, it's bad, but that that'll be easy to fix. It'll be something to do. Yeah, Um, I mean they can they sell every piece for those, even like body wise, everything. Yep, everything. The mine has been the whole front clip has been swapped to like uh, the late '80s one, like it's a suburban style front. Mm I'm not sure if I'm sold on it yet. I'm not going to fool with it until I get it running and driving. Um, I'd like to have it running and driving by LS Fest, which is roughly 30-ish days from today. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Why are you here? You should be in the barrel. <laughs> I, 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 I was earlier, yep, it, and sweating my ass off changing valve springs. Uh, I, I'm doing it inside the car. I don't know what I'm doing. The the you need an air compressor for that right and i've got this little small six gallon thing and one of them's got a little bit of leak by and it goes off every minute and so i'm worried this thing's gonna burn out because it's going off every minute and normally i can do it in about 15 minutes i lose one of the keepers it goes i have no clue where it went completely completely lost um and so i was frantically i have another engine in my garage because you know who doesn't have a spare engine in the garage right rip some parts off of it to go back and it, i thought for sure that compressor was going to catch on fire because it was, <laughs> it was it was doing overtime but yeah just it's small stuff like that and that, that car is incredibly easy to work on because of how much room there is so uh, like other than me getting pissed off about random keepers and stuff like that the the amount of space on that car to do work on is great. Yeah. So, Those are great yeah. LS swap candidates. Yep. And part of the deal why I got it, it was it come it came with almost all the components I needed for a turbo or brand new. So it's getting a turbo LS in it. Awesome. Mm. Yep. So we'll see. You can do some skids in that. Literally yep. that's pretty much what I'm gonna do with it. If just do yep. burnouts in it. Yep. <laughs> So how big is your fleet? What have you got in total? How many in total? You've clearly got the addiction. But. Uh, it, so not counting my wife's car, she has a Honda CRV, and I secretly love that car because it's not mine. It's hers, and it's always reliable. It's great. Quiet, yep. reliable. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yep. Um, so <laughs> I have the Chevy SS, which I just got um, two, three months ago. I got the C10, which I got three weeks ago. Um, I have a 2005 Toyota Tundra, which I love that thing. I made a video. It's one of my most popular videos on YouTube comparing it to a Tacoma. Mm-hmm. I had a Tacoma beforehand. Those early Tundras are in, they're such a good bang for the buck. Mm-hmm. Like I towed 
uh, that truck all the way back, let's, let's say it was about six and a half hours. And I was towing about 5,500 pounds of that truck and did it just fine. Mm-hmm. Those trucks have a 6,500 pound tow rating. So do Tacomas, but there was a night and day difference in how they tow. So yeah. I feel like those prices have gone up because of that video because everyone's <laughs> buying them. But you did that. <laughs> but I've got one. So that, that's yeah, I, yeah, I'll, yeah, just, yeah. I'll just sell. I've had multiple offers for way more than I paid for it, but I, I, I wouldn't be able to replace it. Um, I've got that. And then I have another car, but I'm selling it. I have a 2004 350Z that I got a. I got it for such a good deal. It's pretty ugly. And the goal was for that car to be, was to be an actual track car, drift mm-hmm. car. It wasn't going to register or anything like that. Um, I've just come to realize time is short now that I've got a daughter. And so I really don't need two projects, just one project. So um, I'm hopefully going to sell that here in the next week. And I'll eventually get one of those again. This, this so cheap and so yeah. many parts yeah. for them. What I'm going to do though, is I'm going to find one that's already been built like with a cage and stuff. Um, yep. it, depending how the C10 goes, I feel like I've saved a bunch of money and times because someone's already set it up for what I was looking to do anyway. And I paid pennies on the dollar. So that might be my strategy for buying random cars is buy half finished projects. Yeah. As long as you can find one that the cage has been welded in decent. Yep. Yep. But they're out there. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see, but yeah, that's all I got right now, but who knows? I might find a deal tonight and, but yeah. <laughs> Kentucky's Stay got a limit. Internet. I can't sell more than three cars a year. So I mean, five cars a year. So I'm already at three once this three GZ happens. So I've stopped that. I've uh, in when I lived in Virginia prior, my insurance dropped me. One of the they were like, "You're a dealer." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm just I'm just yeah. very indecisive." <laughs> so yeah, USA doesn't ask any questions. I I do it online, and they've never never batted an eye at me yeah yeah and like most of the time like almost i've only bought a couple of cars that i know that i was going to buy it and sell it later at some point yeah. for money but most like there was a phase where i was just in the size I, I literally had five cars in the 12 month period uh, i tried to get into subarus and it just didn't work out but um that's yeah, how that's, most of the subaru stories go yeah i i bought a the last one was a legacy gt spec b Super okay. rare, um, yep. super nice car. My God, it was a nightmare. Um, <laughs> yeah, there. I'm, I'm openly against the Subarus. I'm, yeah, I won't, I won't beat around the bush. Yeah, it's a they bummer. I, not for me. If they <laughs> if they ran and drove all the time, they'd be great. But ugh. yeah, yeah, and the least reliable oh, Japanese car. That's not yeah. what you want. Easy. <laughs> Oh, you know, you're going to buy a Subaru, and at some point, it's going to mix oil and water. You, yeah, you buy Japanese cars be able to do. for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so, yeah, that 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 Tundra, like, I, I fully intend for it to last several hundred thousand miles. So, and it will. Yep, that's the plan. <laughs> but who knows? I've my longest streak of owning a car was only two or th- almost three years. So. My my average that I've, over the past ten years has only been a year and nine months, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you got a problem. Yeah. This well, is, are you are actually... you guys planning on doing King of the Heap if um, if they do it? Yeah, I think so. Um, I might not be doing it every single weekend just because of time and stuff, but 
Yeah. Um, I, I'd like to, because it, it is a great way to do things in the winter. It keeps it exciting and fun. And shoot, we had awesome weather last year. Like it was yeah. never that bad. There yeah. was one year that was just deathly cold. We just kept our car running the entire yeah. eight hours of that weekend and just sat in it. That's a, yeah, we, I, where we had my, uh, the Cavalier Park, some kid threw a beer bottle through the back window. Oh. So we ended up just like pulling all the glass out of it. Yeah. And that was like, I was like, man, this is a way to race cars in the winter with no glass in them. Cause the heater was perfect in that thing. Yeah. The heat was good. Um, but yeah, so we're going to, I, we might come back in something else. Um, but we're really just trying to, I mean, we have four piles of crap and we're trying to do some challenges and, uh, we were, we just entered a burnout contest last, uh, last night in, in three cars. And, uh, like you entered it or, or you actually did it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So yeah, it was, uh, in Shepherdsville at some, uh, vet and vets post and it was wild. I mean, uh-huh. no, no rules, no, no barricades, just oh, like man. people in a parking <laughs> lot. I mean, cause so I came around too hot and with not enough wheel speed and people ran were running out of the way <laughs> golly <laughs> that sounds like a good good time to but me. it's gonna make for good it's good footage i mean yep <laughs> yeah we got the footage but it, that always, stuff like that over here it always does my head in because i'm from health and safety england yeah and i'm like oh are we allowed to and then suddenly there's a, a hot rod pickup truck like just doing what it wants across the field and you're like yeah i guess we can then yep. and you just carry on yeah the, so i go i go to ls fest west and so we've got the burnout pit there what we're doing is if you've seen those guys that just take over highways and do donuts in the middle of it mm-hmm. we're recreating that but in a safe spot it's kind of like drag racing in a sense um as far as how it transitioned but man like we're doing video like with the cement jersey wall stuff but like cars just like that far away from you um (laughs) there was one car that like once it starts shredding the tire just starts throwing shrapnel like i'm I'm out of here just i start walking away (laughs) you literally you literally covered black with rubber all over yourself because you're so close to the action there it's nuts yeah yeah we let we let off some good yellow smoke good old tire smoke um last night it was pretty fun oh, worth good. 10 bucks that's 10 bucks i spent in oh, a while 10 bucks for yeah. everything 10 bucks to win 10 bucks oh. and they were like do a 30 foot uh exciter you know straight burnout and then yep. just go nuts oh man like, that's worth 10 bucks <laughs> when can we expect to see that <laughs> i'm trying to I'm, i think the videos uh if i can get get myself to edit it um it'll be out friday Oh, great. Yeah. That's shoot. That's half the struggle. I've, I've got, I've had multiple videos that I've never edited just because I've never had the motivation to do it. And like, that's kind of a good thing too, is like, if you're going to make content, it's got to be exciting and worth the time to yeah, edit it. Cause man, for sure. yeah. But yeah, it's just a matter of the blend of how much time you spend filming editing versus making it like some of my best ones would like that. Um, that Tundra Tacoma video, that was one of the quickest filmed edits I've ever done, but I was, mm-hmm. I felt passionate about it, just did it. And so you never know what's going to work, what's not going to work. I, right. I did the 350Z video when I got it and I got 300 people to like it, to watch it, which typical yeah. views for me is like a couple thousand now. And I'm like, Oh, no one gives a crap about this thing. Yeah. 
That, that's probably a lot a lot of 350z videos on youtube yeah and uh, i'm kind of looking at it like there's just a million of them like yeah, uh probably hard to find too, yeah li too late to the party yeah they're a great car. i've got this idea i've got this idea for a video you could do you could do like a a junkyard rebuild of a lamborghini <laughs> oh yeah there are none of them on youtube yeah no mm -mm. Uh, there was never been done before yeah, I, some of these ideas, like the most recent one I've seen that YouTube video, someone with the GoPro in the tire. Yeah, I saw that one. I watched yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to compete with that. Yeah, that, that LTD. Uh, so I had a 1985 Ford LTD that I was going to LS swap, and it was a grandma car. It was a cream puff. But everything, like everything was still in it, and, and those engines are literally worth scrap metal. And so I was going to formulate different ways to try and blow it up my the greatest idea that someone recommended was fill it with like uh, vegetable oil then put popcorn in it and see what happens <laughs> that would have been i'm glad i didn't do it because i ended up selling it before, like so that someone i guess would drive it up into a trailer but yeah it was it was just thinking of random ideas of what fluids to put in there i've seen maple i think maple syrup's my favorite yep the Taylor Ray did that. Taylor Ray it did it. It yeah. worked, but until it boiled. <laughs> yeah, it worked for a while, and then it, yeah, then it got hot. The boiling point of maple syrup is not <laughs> what it needs to be. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Uh, there was some other fluid I was thinking of too. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was something crazy. I was trying to figure out a way to buy it. Oh, it, I, I was going to use like a, a hand sanitizer, but it was like kind of sensitive times for that. I was like, ah, probably shouldn't do that. And like. The, the hand sanitizer now that you get super like thin so Runny, it would have yeah. blown up instantly I, I think yeah i feel like that would just be a f instant fire oh, oh wd-40 wanted to try that but it, that would literally catch on fire instantly yeah that's fine yeah <laughs> well i think i don't I mean, know sure. i can't remember but i think like one of the mighty car mods videos from a decade ago i think they used like one of those gallon jugs of wd-40 <laughs> um i don't remember the outcome i think i remember that i could be making that up i don't yeah. know yeah but yeah those are fun as long as uh, i've thought yeah. about it I was like ah, this car is too nice to um get it messed and then, then that's another thing dude that car was cheap but it was so nice and i was kind of scared to do anything with it so yeah. this truck i've got it's a little bit rugged around the edges so i don't care about doing burnouts with it yeah that's the plan. Yeah, so these cars we just picked, we picked up and are doing the cheap car challenge with. I'm already in love. I was, I was planning on kind of just blowing it up and leaving it somewhere. Yeah. But it's too good. I mean, it's probably one of the best um, three hundred dollar cars you could ever buy. Have you, have you talked about how you came to buy it yet? Yeah. Gotcha. Well, so we, we've we filmed quite a bit, um, but we haven't we haven't released anything uh, of it yet. Got it. Okay. Can you give me a sneak peek about um, like the, the buying circumstances, I should say? I, I, it would give it away. It, if oh, I told man. you where I bought it, it would okay. give it away. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. There's, uh, some of the King of the Heat cars are funny. Like some of the guys actually bought legit, like the, the cars with titles are mm -hmm. bad. Like, like if you can find a thousand dollar car, that has a title it's a complete crap shoot of a car and so like oh yeah the first car we brought was a, a convertible v6 manual transmission camaro um and i don't know title? if we were there when yeah it had, had a title we drove it home from e-town to louisville uh-huh 
Um, <laughs> and like, it was pretty, re- it was a reliable car, but it was junk. I mean, slow and ske- like sketchy. So like, I don't know if you were there when my brother totaled it on the yeah, wall. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. But yeah, it, it bent that thing in half. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just, it wasn't going that fast. <laughs> yeah, it just bent the entire thing. Yeah. That's kind of wild. But yeah, cool. I'm looking forward to seeing the story of those cars. Yeah, I, cheap cars are the best. I love them. Oh, yeah. This, and, you know, can, if, if you can say, you know, if you can put it together, we paid 300 bucks for them. I can't tell, tell you where we bought them, and they do burnouts. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's if somebody you know thought it. about it long enough, they could figure it out, I think. But that's how you know if it was <laughs> worth it or not. Yeah. Well, man, thanks so much for, um, for being on the podcast. Oh, yeah. No, thanks for having me. Yeah. I've, I've heard a lot about the Dang Bros, and now I'm getting my feet wet with the Dang Bro lifestyle. Oh, man. So. Maybe something else to come later. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. Um, yeah. So uh, thanks again. And I guess we'll, uh, we'll see you at King of the well, Heat, maybe. Shout out your channels. Where can we find you? What do that's, we look at? Where do we? That's a good idea, Paul. Oh, sure. Yeah. So uh, Garage Topics on YouTube and Instagram and uh, Facebook, Garage Topics. Um, and then also got to give a shout out to Holly Performance, all the social channels there. There's a bunch of them, but if you check out Holly Performance on Facebook and Instagram. Good stuff. Sweet. That's your place of work, right? Yep. Yep. That's where I work. Yep. Got it. Sweet. Thanks again. And uh, we'll see you around. Cool. Thanks a lot for having me. Thanks, mate. Take it easy. Bye.